All right, so you'll have to say yes, it's okay to record. Everyone. Ah, well, well, well. Essence of trust. That's what we're talking about tonight, today. So I expect there'll be quite a few people on it or they're going to be getting this recording because for a lot of people, that's an issue. Yes? That's perhaps, why I'm here. Perhaps, perhaps. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so um, just some housekeeping. Uh, you want to, as always, those of you who have done our workshops and also have been done these power hours, you know I like experiential learning. So definitely get, oh, is that a Michelle with her head sideways? Hi, Michelle. We have a husband and wife team there. Um, is to get something to write with and get something to write on uh, because we'll be doing a little bit of exploring of your subconscious beliefs. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and uh, poking around with a stick just about trust and that sort of thing. And I just want to say thank you for Malka for being on because she's one of our essence of one of the best essence of being coaches among other things. And uh, one of our um the founders of Infinite Love and Partners in Crime, if you will, for Essence of Being in Texas, for sure, uh, and maybe other places. And she's, um, I'm thrilled to have her on. And I just want everyone to see her face and her arm. She broke her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, Birch. Thank you so much for that compliment. I'm honored to be here. Well, much deserved, dear. And uh, she will be the, uh, you will be getting an email, by the way, after this uh, session tonight, you'll be getting an email with an opportunity for a free check-in on coaching session, a 30-minute um, assessment or check-in about maybe what we are discovering tonight, but also anything at all that you would like some support in. Uh, but she does those uh, for us as well for this month. So just welcome that email and now that you see her, you'll know who she is when, when uh, the email goes out and you can sign up to uh, get some wonderful uh, guidance and direction perhaps uh, based on whatever it is you need. That sound good enough? Okay, <laughs> all right. So Oops. trust, all right, trust, trust, trust. There are three levels of trust that I'm going to uh, work with you on tonight. Uh, trust of self, trust of others, and trusting in God, universe, great spirit, source, energy, whatever you want to call that universal divine thing, uh, whether it's, we're going to call it universe just for now or God. Um, and it's not about, I just want to say your connection perhaps, okay? So trusting yourself, trusting others, and trusting your connection and trusting in the universe. So let me give you a definition of trust as Webster, our friend. Webster says what trust is. It's the firm belief in the reliability, the truth, and the ability or strength of someone or something. So it's the firm belief in the, re the reliability, the truth, the ability or strength of someone or something. And I find that fascinating that that's the definition of what, what Webster says it is. Uh, and going on that basis, it's, uh, I really wanna key in on the word reliability 
and the ability. So do you need me to say it again or we're good? Say good. it again. Yes, say it again or we're good. Say again. The firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability or strength of someone or something. So that's what Webster calls trust. And there, there was a study done recently that 53% of men trust their partners. Guess how many uh, women? <laughs> no, Robert, not zero. 39%. Okay, not too bad, right? So 39% of women trust their partners, 53% of men trust their partners. And this isn't about partners necessarily, but we are going to talk about that as well. Uh, and um, this was done about four or five years ago. Actually, that study was done. But trust can be shaky. Yes? We've had the past. I mean, how many of us have ever been betrayed? <laughs> right? How many of us have ever been hurt? Yeah. Uh, how many of us felt like we've made the wrong decision? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe we think, it, you know, it's going to work out the way we want it to, but sometimes it just doesn't. So sometimes we want it to be a certain way and it just doesn't uh, happen that way sometimes. And it keeps us perhaps from jumping into the pool next time, jumping into the pool of business or the pool of relationships or the pool of trusting ourselves to, to know what's right or wrong or what's the best for all concerned. So, you know, the thing I want to presence us all to is that, you know what? We all trust every day. Did you know that? I want us to focus on the fact that we trust strangers. We trust airplane pilots, don't we? When we get in that plane, we trust that they're going to do their job. We trust people on the highway when we're driving our cars, that they're going to follow the rules or the law or whatever. We're trusting that. Uh, there are trustworthy people in the world. We trust that the grocery store is going to have food when we go there, We, for the most part, except during you know, except for to toilet tissue and that kind of thing. That was a joke, but no one's laughing. Okay. Um, we take that for granted sometimes. We take it for granted that perhaps we, there are trustworthy people in the world and our faith definitely gets tested in this world. Maybe there's a lot of things going on in your orbit, you know, that, uh, and certainly in the world, you can just read the news, look at the news and see there's a lot of things that you can look at, focus on, that you can't trust, okay? Um, so the question is, if, if all is well, really, if that's our belief, or that that's what you choose to believe, that really all is well, then why does all this keep happening? So we can have a, we can lose faith and lose trust. Um, maybe our trust has been depleted. So the other thing I want us to focus on Look, you can trust me. I'm going to show up for you. I'm here. There's somebody that you can trust. You can trust you go to a movie and there's a movie going to be on or trust electricity or trust to wake up every morning. Trust our bodies will work until you get older like me. And then, you know, so how do you, tough, tough room. Okay, no one's laughing, great. Um, all right, I'll be serious. How do we discern? How do we discern what trusting ourselves can look like, what our intuition is, or what our fear is? It can kind of get fuzzy. A lot of people ask me, and I've been doing this for 45 years, 
and people ask me, what's the difference between intuition and, and fear? And how do I know someone's trustworthy? Do you feel that tickle in your tummy? No. Is that, is that fear or is that intuition? Is it a red flag or is it just something you made up? You know, so I don't know. Do you ask yourselves those questions sometimes? Is, am I thinking it right? Am I, is this really my intuition? Because my belief is our intuition is always right. It's always right. It's never wrong. So the question is, how do you discern what's, what's your intuition? And what I do is I say, is you can ask yourself this question. I'll give you a tool. And one of the best tools that I know is kinesiology in order for you to ask yourself these questions. But maybe you ask yourself, is this person trustworthy? Or you say, is it in my highest good to get into business with this person or to get into bed with this person or to get into relationship or make these choices? And you ask yourself that question and maybe you get a yes or no in your head. Now, if it's a yes or no in your head, sometimes that could be fear because it's based on logic. It could be based on your past. Okay. So my thought is if your gut, it's called a gut feeling, right? If you feel that tingle in your gut, pay attention to that. Because in my opinion, that is your intuition talking because your gut feeling is never wrong. Now, those of you who, if you ask yourself that question and you feel a yes, if you feel a yes or no, that is because you get information through your feelings because you're empathic and that's your gut feeling. That is your intuition. If you're a, what I call a Claire savant, someone who gets a knowing, you just have a knowing about something. You don't feel it necessarily just a knowing. Then that is your thought is your intuition. Your mind can have uh intuition the, the question is what kind of person are you do you get information through your feelings or through your thoughts or your knowings rather and maybe you do both right maybe you get it both ways so the question for me is if it's if i ask myself those questions is this the right decision or or i actually say it not as a question so when you're doing kinesiology or muscle testing you are saying it from a point of view of a statement, not a question. So you would say, this person is trustworthy or this is the best uh, decision for me um, for all concerned. You could say this is the best decision and the highest good for all concerned and you get a yes or no. Now, one of the best ways to do a kinesiology test on yourself for me is you stand uh, straight with your uh, feet um, hips apart and you uh, close your eyes and you say that statement and when you say the statement your body's going to move forward or your body's going to move back and if your body moves forward that's a yes if your body moves back that's a no other people you may use chiropractors or naturopaths and maybe you've seen other people muscle testing in different ways Maybe you're the kind of person that can muscle test yourself by pulling your fingers apart or doing this. There's a lot of different ways to muscle test yourself because it's our belief, my belief, that your body never lies. 
So if you get confused sometimes about, is this my intuition or is this my fear? Is this really true or not? I always muscle test because my body can discern for me sometimes when my, I think I'm getting in the way. Because sometimes we might say, yeah, I can't trust this person or I can't trust myself, but that's based on the past or that's based on fear as opposed to intuition, okay? So let me see. That's the thing that I say to myself is, is this the highest and good for all concerned? This is the highest and good for all concerned. That's how I discern whether or not it's my intuition or not. And a lot of times we make decisions that we feel like we made a mistake, right? And then we beat ourselves up and then we get kind of cautious about trusting our decision-making process. So one of the things you can do to kind of alleviate that anxiousness is just say for now, it's a no for now. It's a yes for now. Things change, people change. This person's not right for me right now. This decision, this business idea is good for me right now. So what I want you to do, I want you to uh, just write this sentence down and then I want you to do a stream of consciousness writing, which just means don't edit it, don't think about it, don't figure it out. Just write down the first response, okay, that comes up for you to finish the statement. You ready? When I trust myself, it feels... When I trust myself, it feels... Just finish that out. And then the next one is just a yes or no, okay? Can I trust myself to make clear decisions? Yes or no? Can I trust myself to make clear decisions? Yes or no? So I want to work with somebody for a minute. Who wants to share what they wrote down? Yes, Robert. Okay, so when I trust myself, it feels like the next logical step, like a no-brainer. Just, I mean, I mean, it's, it's logic for me. And you know me, you've known me for a while. I mean, so, I mean, logic is, you know, what I want to lean on. Um, you know, move, moving on to the next one. Can I trust myself to make clear decisions? Yes. Okay. So you're basing your trusting yourself on linear thought or logical thought. And so because you're a knower, right? You're Claire Savant. You have a uh, knowing about uh, things and, and logic I love makes it. sense to you. I yeah. love it that you pointed out linear. Thank you. You're welcome. And the thing I want to share with all of you who are on the call and who are listening to the recording, that may or may not be you. Okay. That may not be how you uh, trust yourself, but it's important to know how do I trust myself through my feelings, through my knowing? How does that show up? Do I know the difference of intuition or not? 
And if it feels right to you, and if you're basing it on logic, all I would say to you is this, and this may not be you, Robert, but any of you that do that, just be mindful that is this based on the past or the present? So when logic is in, is in play, oftentimes, uh, our, because our minds are so powerful, we can project onto other people that uh, something that they may not even be um, actually may not even be real for them, that we're projecting that onto them. So just be mindful. Am I projecting distrust or mistrust based on my past? Maybe a different person and maybe a different circumstance and maybe a different environment, but it might be exactly the same feeling or knowing. Okay. So just kind of notice that. And I'm going to go into projection a little bit later, but just want to throw that out there. Okay. So just be mindful of that. So who else wants to share anything? When I trust myself, it feels. Yes, Yvonne. Miss Dominican. When Republic. I trust myself, it feels loving. Okay. So when you're in, when you're loving, it's loving yourself. It's allowing. Uh-huh. Okay. So loving is allowing is trusting. And that's a wonderful equalization of when I trust, I allow. Right. And when I allow, I love. And when I'm feeling loving, that means that it's my intuition or it's my, it feels real to me. So that's what it means to you. Okay. So that's great. So the clarity I want all of you to kind of kind of walk through is feeling, you know, just kind of uh, access. How do I trust, you know, what does that feel like, look like, smell like, think like when I am trusting myself so that you're aware of it. So now you can discern perhaps a little bit more about the fear part and the intuition part. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Everybody? Yeah. Any questions yep. about that? Okay. Another part that I want to share with you is when you're um, making decisions. So we're back up. We're still on trusting ourselves. Okay. When we're making decisions or making a choice, what's the difference? What's the difference between a decision and a choice? So decision can mean actually the etymology of the word is divide. D means divide and side means kill. <laughs> so what you're doing is you're what you're dividing and killing off. In other words, you're saying I'm dividing it into two decisions or a decision is one thing or another and I'm killing off the one I don't want. <laughs> So for instance, you're saying, I don't like vanilla. Therefore, you kill that off. Now I, ch I like chocolate. I do like chocolate. Okay, so that's a decision. Now a choice is this. I feel like it. The choice is, I feel like chocolate. Why? Because I feel like it. There's no outcome. There's no reasoning behind it. Okay. So de decision, you could, you could take that on as I'm making a decision for my life, but I'm killing off what I don't want. And I'm like using that word, but that's kind of the etymology of it. And I am doing what I want. I'm making that decision through logic. Choices can be made on gut feelings just because there's no reason. There is no reason. I just want it. Okay. Preference. Preference. Yeah. So 
based on that, if we go to uh, trusting others, which I think a lot of people want to get into, because that seems to be uh, trusting ourselves and trusting others, because we've let, we, maybe we've been let down before from other people. Maybe we've been hurt or betrayed. And here's something that's you might want to write down. Trusting someone is choosing to make something that is important to me. Trusting someone is choosing to make something that is important to me vulnerable to the actions of someone else. Trusting someone is choosing to make something that is important to me vulnerable to the actions of someone else. Basically, you're taking a risk. There's risk involved. You're basically saying, hey, this is important to me. I'm giving you my heart. I'm giving you my life. I'm giving you my confidence. I'm giving you my thoughts. And you're making it vulnerable. You're vulnerable to them. And it's based on the actions of whatever they, whether, what do they do with you or not? And in other words, if they betray you or if they let you down or hurt you in any way, then you don't feel safe anymore. You're no longer safe with them because you've opened up something that you're trusting to another person. And you're saying, I no longer feel safe with you. And that can be very painful. And that's the mistrust that you can hold in your heart. So think about it. What is the earliest time in your life? Who broke your trust first? Just think about who broke your trust first in your life. And it can be very benign. It could be like Santa Claus. It could be Santa Claus where our parents lied to us. <laughs> right? Uh, or they might have said, I'll be right there. And then they're not. I'll be back. Or they leave and they don't come back. Or you're going to be safe and we're not. So if you can think of perhaps first time you felt who broke your trust, write their name down. Who let you down? <clears throat> Who's the first person that let you down? And if you can't think of anybody, just make it up. It could be God. And if you feel like God's a person, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So just write down whoever let you down. And then what I want you to write down is this sentence, because this is something that you can do to start the process of reframing and letting go of the power that they hold over you from day one. Okay. To say, I forgive you. For letting me down or not keeping your word. I forgive you for letting me down or not keeping your word. And somebody's typing, if you could mute yourself, please. 
And then you say, I trust myself from now on to know the difference. I trust myself from now on to know the difference. You don't have power over me anymore. You don't have power over me anymore. What you projected onto me is not mine anymore. What you projected onto me is not mine anymore. So what you're doing when you say these things, I forgive you for letting me down or not keeping your word. I trust myself from now on to know the difference. You don't have power over me anymore. What you projected onto me is not mine anymore. You're letting it go. You're giving it back to them. You're giving it back to them to say, you don't have power over me. And this first time that I felt betrayed or let down, I'm choosing to let that go and not hold on to that because that was then. This is now. So one of the greatest things you can do if trust is broken in any with anybody, if you have broken trust with someone or if they have broken trust with you, one of the best things. Yeah, I'll repeat that in a minute. And uh, please mute yourself because we're hearing a lot of stuff behind there. Um, if trust has been broken, make small agreements and keep them. And that builds trust back both ways. So if you have broken trust with someone, make small agreements with them and keep them. I'm going to go ahead and mute because I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of background noise. Okay. So if you've made any kind of betrayals or if you feel like you've broken agreements, make little tiny small agreements and keep them. And that'll build the trust. And if someone has broken your trust, then you go to that person and you say, I want to, if you want to rebuild the trust, which I suggest, just in general, you don't want to have that feeling. If you can go to that person and say, I would like to rebuild trust. And what I need is for you to make small agreements to me and keep them. And what I mean by small agreements, I'm not saying I'm going to betroth my life to you for the rest of my life and wash your car for, you know, it's not that. <laughs> it's making little tiny agreements. I'll be there at seven o'clock. I'll call you at two o'clock. I'll show up for you. So what you're doing is you're rebuilding building and building on that trust that they're not going to let you down because here's the thing when trust is down drama goes up and those of you who have taken essence of being you know that trust is down drama is up that's called a zero-sum game nobody wins so if your life right now look at your business look at your life your relationships if your trust is down and your drama is up, you could be playing a zero-sum game, which means nobody's winning and you're not adding any value. Nobody's adding any value. 
you're playing a win-lose game. The other thing I want to say about other people is if you start looking for things on how you can't trust them because maybe of the past that they've done, or maybe you projected uh, your last relation, 25 relationships, <laughs> or your last business deals or whatever it is, maybe you're projecting, well, it's going to happen to me again. And let me just say, if you keep looking for that, you're going to find it. If somebody cheated on you and you're choosing every day to consciously choose to find out what, where they're cheating again, you're going to find it somewhere, somehow, sometime, something. You're going to find something because my suggestion is you make choice. You make your choices every day to choose just, just today choose to trust that person today choose to trust consciously choose to trust look for the evidence that they're trustworthy today just do it one day at a time because as you know with if you've done all of the workshops or anything i've done i've been doing for all this time 30 some 40 years what you focus on expands, right? It's the reticular activator in your brain. And again, this is not some woo-woo concept of what you focus on expands. This is an actual part of your brain that, and I, I use this all the time to explain it. When you're trying to buy a new car, you go online, you look at a car, you try to test drive it. You're looking at you know, all these cars you want to buy or look at. And then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere on the road where you never saw it before. You're like, oh, there's a Tesla. There's a Tesla. Oh, there's a, te I don't know. There were so many Teslas in the city. I've been seeing a lot of convertible Mercedes lately. <laughs> really? <laughs> Me too. Me too. Cause I've just got one. Anyway, the reticular activator in our brain is focused on it. It actually is triggering those synapses in our brain. So if you're focusing on all the things that that person is not trustworthy, then it's exactly what you're going to find. You're going to notice that anyway. And we're so powerful that even if they're not doing anything, we're going to find something. And sometimes, we listen, we cannot change how other people respond or act. We can change how we are. We can change our own vibration. We have the control and the access to change how we feel, how we think, and what our beliefs are. That we can control. That we can shift and change. So what I want you to write down, I want you to write down something else for me, okay? Write down somebody that you have trusted and they haven't let you down. They haven't betrayed you. Write somebody, anybody, and just notice if you can't. Notice if you can't write anybody down. And if you can't, just make up someone. Think of somebody in your life that you felt like, I could always depend on them. They've never let me down. They haven't betrayed me. They're a safe person that you can count on. And again, just notice if you can't come up with anybody. 
and just make up somebody. And then once you've written down their name, I want you to write, just take a little list, just jot down some of the things that you really appreciate and like and the qualities that they have. What do you appreciate about them or appreciated about them? What qualities did they have that you just admired? And again, make it up if you can't think of anything. Just jot a couple, two or three down. What qualities? What, qual what qualities would you like them to have? So go ahead and um, finish that up. And I want to answer a question. Is it that we direct our energy on it? Yes, we direct, we direct our energy, our focus. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how we project. So cross out that name that you just wrote down. Cross out the name. Oh, and put your name. And put your name. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Way out of me there, Susan. No, I knew where you were going. That's brilliant. Oh, and I'm sorry. I, I should have put my, I thought I was on mute. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least you didn't say, you know, bird sucks. Okay. <laughs> I would never, I don't think. I'm just, I'm teasing you. Okay. So yeah, put your name, put your name there because really we are mirrors for each other and we project onto each other just like things were projected onto us. And those are the qualities that we want to vibrate. Those are the qualities that we want, how we want to show up. It's what we admire in others. And if we show up that way, guess what? That's what we attract. If we're vibrating, people uh, can't trust anybody. Everyone's hurt me. Uh, I've been betrayed. You're going to hurt me sometime. I know you are. So, you know, I'll hold my breath until then, or I'll just put my toe in and not jump in the pool until you prove to me that I'm right. So instead of doing that, maybe we prove if we're vibrating all those qualities that you just wrote down, then that is also what we can attract to us those qualities in other people. And that's also what we will see in other people. And I did not go back and repeat the first part for Keisha, but as it, you wanted me to repeat the part of who, uh, what you say when I forgive you for letting me down, is that the one? Yeah, right before I trust myself from now on I, to know okay. the difference. I forgive you for letting me down or not keeping your word. I forgive you for letting me down or not keeping your word. 
So we project, if we say, hey, you know what? If we're vibrating, again, mistrust, then that's what we're gonna get back. Or that's certainly what, how we're going to see things. We see things through our, through our filters. We see people through our own wounds, our own filters. That's how we see them. So if we are consciously choosing to allow ourselves to love ourselves more, to have the qualities that we really want to see in other people to show up that way, then perhaps, just perhaps, our reticular activator and our focus is attracting more and more of those types of people. I mean, my own self, I've had a lot of people who've let me down in my life. And I kept thinking, why am I creating this? Why am I attracting all these people who I think they want to do well? They, they want to be, a, their word is their bond. That's what I teach. Your word is your bond. You have nothing else but your word. And yet they let me down. So I get to look at all the time. So who's the common denominator? Right? Me. So I get to look at me and go, what is it in me? that is attracting people to let me down do i let people down and i can honestly say not very often because i do practice my word as my bond but i will say that's my trigger and i'll say i have let you know i'm sure i've let people down in the past but i get to look at myself how am i projecting that onto other people where i can just change my energy and say i'm attracting people that their word is their bond. Now, let me just say this. The other part of building trust with each other is you make the small agreements and you keep them. However, if for some reason you cannot keep that agreement, you try, 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 just cannot keep that agreement. The most uh, conscious, integrous thing to do is to go directly to that person you made an agreement with and renegotiate the agreement. Don't slink off. Don't think they're going to not notice. Don't think, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I've screwed the pooch. They don't, so they're going to get mad at me. Believe me when I tell you that they may be upset with you, but they're going to respect you more if you go straight to them, take your medicine and say, you know what? I screwed up and I want to renegotiate. They're going to respect you more and you're going to respect you more. And that continues to build trust. Does everybody got it? Let's go to the third level. Any questions about any of that before we go to the third level, which is connection, universal divine spirit? Allowing. No. Okay. So trust in God and tie up your camel. Have you heard that? Maybe you haven't. So people say, I trust in God or I trust the universe. Or, you know, trust, trust, trust. I trust it all as well. So a lot of times you'll hear that, or I've heard it a lot of my life, trust, uh, trust in God and tie up your camel, meaning I trust that, the, that there are trustworthy people in the world and I'm, yet I'm still going to tie up my camel just in, you know, in the human world, in that third dimension, they may come get my camel if I don't time up. So there's this 
kind of a strange feeling around trusting in the universe that all was all is well. And yet at the same time, things still happen, right? In this third dimension. So if we trusted everybody, why have contracts? So in the third dimension, in this human body, yeah, we have contracts, we dot our I's, cross our T's, and trust and verify. You've heard that maybe, right? I trust that they're going to do this for me, or this is something that is going to happen, and I verify. So you get to decide, are you doing a straight 100% because in trust fall, you know, those of you who've done our workshop. You can do the trust fall into people's hands and, and the angels are going to catch you and people are going to catch you. Absolutely. And we're in this third dimension sometimes. So not everybody has the same um, consciousness as you do. However, if you continue this practice and you continue the ritual and you continue this connection that we're having and that you do the workshops and you do all these things for yourself, then of course, you're going to attract all the people of like mind that are being conscious and choosing to be at integrity. And you're going to attract more and more of that. So you can trust the universe to bring you those people. For instance, uh, back in 2015, I was teaching in Malaysia. I taught there, went there five times in 2015 and taught in Asia and Malaysia and different places. And I came back at one time and my data was gone, 30, almost 30 years of data. My computers just crashed and my backups crashed and my back and all everything. So everything at Essence of Being went down. I had no nothing. All my content, all my videos, all my contacts, all the thousands of graduates around the world, all of that gone. Was it Apple or Android? <laughs> it was my server. My server went down. So uh, that was devastating to me because I looked at the universe. I said, you know what? Uh, okay. Am I supposed to stop? What is this message here? I trusted that it was, you know, I trusted it's always going to be here. So I made a little pact and I said, okay, God, if I'm supposed to continue this, then you're going to find my data. But I was devastated. I thought, well, I'm done. So what I did is I had a little, a little universal connection and I said, okay, uh, clearly something's happening for me to, to, for this to happen. So what do I do with it? So I decided to surrender and I surrendered. And I turned it over and I said, if I'm supposed to continue doing this, then my data will come back. If I'm not, it won't. And I totally surrendered it and let it go. And it came back. So that was my lesson about trusting in the universe. I turned it over. I put it all on the altar. Right at the I put it all on the altar is what I call it. So our best intentions may not work out, right? The way we think it's going to work out. So I always say I choose the highest and best for all concern. I choose the highest and best for all concern. You cannot go wrong saying that because sometimes we just have blind spots. We have scotomas. We don't know what we don't know sometimes. And so that's where this tool I'm about to give you 
the universe to-do list. Those of you who have done the workshops, you know this one ad nauseum, but it works. It's the universe to-do list where you put on the left-hand side of the paper, you write down all the things that you're willing to do today. It's my list, my to-do list. I'm willing to call the, my IT person. I'm willing to check my emails. Just what you're willing to do today. I'm willing to go on da uh, dating apps, whatever it is, okay? And then on the right-hand side, you put the universe, you turn it all over, turn over everything you have no idea how it's gonna work out. Turn over all the anxiety, all of the fear, all of the I don't knows. And you say things like this, show me the best way to, whatever it is, handle the insurance for my new car. Um, take care of all the money that I don't know what I'm gonna, how I'm gonna handle my bills. Um, handle my parents, handle my children, take care of all the stuff that I don't even know. Turn it over, turn it over to the universe to handle because the universe has access that you may not know how to access right now. There are great resources available. And I can tell you there have been miracles that have happened for people who have done this. Whenever you feel like you just don't know. My biggest, one of my biggest sayings I do in the Essence of Being workshops is trust and allow and don't ask how. Yes, Robert. I'm sorry, I didn't write that last statement down and I think Keisha wants it also is I yes. choose the best for the I choose the highest and best for all concerned at all times. I choose the highest and best. I choose the highest and best for all concerned at all times. You cannot go wrong with that. Trust and allow and don't ask how. Yeah. See the universe conspires, right? In our favor. And as I said before, trusting is allowing. Thank you. So I'm gonna say something that I think that you might all wanna write down. These are your action steps, right? Set intentions to attract trustworthy people. Set intentions to attract trustworthy people. Trust your inner knowing, which is your intuition. Trust your inner knowing or your intuition because it's always right. And then the last one is trust the universal divine spirit. Or you can say universe, God, source, great spirit, energy. Trust the universal divine spirit to bring to you the perfect person or lesson. Trust the universal divine spirit to bring to you the perfect person or lesson. And Keisha, the three levels are trusting self, trusting others, and trusting in the divine, universal divine spirit, or trusting in God. 
whatever you want to call that. Those are the three levels. Okay. And the other thing is I want to give you three affirmations. And these are little lies you tell yourself until they become true. <laughs> Guys are so serious. Enlightenment doesn't have to be so serious. Okay. Loving yourself. It's the joy and the fun. Okay. I trust myself. Therefore, I am trustworthy. I trust myself. Therefore, I am trustworthy. Here's a real easy one. I choose to trust. And don't put a but on the end of it because that negates it. As you know, I choose to trust. But I bet it hadn't worked before. And then, of course, trust and allow and don't ask how. Because a lot of us want to know how. Show me or prove to me that you're trustworthy. Show me or prove to me that this is the right decision. Show me or prove to me first. And then I'll trust. Mm. So you didn't trust me. Right. <laughs> so you're right. So I think it's the other way around. That's what I believe. It flows the other way around. I'll trust first. Because the, get, the thing about the projection piece is so important, you guys. You know, a lot of times we're in bed with uh, 25 other people. That was fun. Okay. That's next month. We're doing essence of sex and intimacy. But anyway, yes, that is... That is it. It's like you project what's happened in the past onto this other person, perhaps, or you project the guilt that you have and you beat yourself up about other decisions you've made. I shoulda, woulda, coulda. I shoulda known better. And of course, as you know, if you've done any of our classes, when you're feeling guilty about anything and you're beating yourself up, you're attracting punishment because guilty people are punished. So the opposite of guilt is innocence. And punishment can look like bringing people to you, or it can look like self-sabotage. So if you're feeling guilty about any of that, my suggestion is we got to shift that pretty quick and go to the innocent part of you that's still there. It never went. It's still there. But focusing on the innocent part. Every time you say, I should have known better, or I should have made a different decision, or that guy or that gal or that person or that experience or that business or whatever, uh, I was duped. They betrayed me or I felt hurt or let me down. Every time you say I should, pinch yourself. I call it the pension shift. So you pinch yourself and that pain makes it present. Pain is present. And you change it to, I choose. Instead of saying, I should have known better, say, I choose to know better. I should have not picked that thing. I choose to trust myself next time. I choose to trust. Okay. 
Malka, do you want to say anything? Um, and then I'm going to talk about some other things. Yeah, I want to share anything. I would like to share. Uh, this is an amazing topic for me because my growth has come from a uh, accident that happened to my son. So I'd like to share a quote, if I may, Burge. Um, my son became paralyzed from waist down at 16 years ago, and I had to accept that. So this quote that always came to my mind is, accept what is, let go of what was, have faith in what will be, and be here now in the present moment where miracles happen. So for me, this was all about trusting, surrendering, and allowing every step of the way. And that really has made me uh, very strong in my faith. And when I broke my arm, that's what I did, just allowed and went with whatever was showing up. And when it, things were not working out, I just surrendered deeper and then things flowed. So, you know, it's just a beautiful way of living life. And being here with Burge and doing all these workshops, I have learned so much. So I'm honored that I'm here and I'm here of service. So any of you would love to connect with me. I would love to speak with you and assist you in anything that you're going through in your life. Um, please call and I'm here to serve you all. And I'm complete. Thank you, Malka. She wants you to repeat your statement. I think okay. Keisha's writing. I think Keisha's writing a book. <laughs> Accept what is. Let go of what was. Have faith in what will be. And be here now. In this present moment. Present is a gift. So be here now in this present moment. And if you choose to, Malka, you can put it in the chat. I will. Yeah. That's awesome. So you. you're welcome, honey. And yeah, I've had the pleasure of working with her son as well. And just, you know, things, if that's tough, if you've had those kind of experiences to lose faith or not trust that all is well, it can certainly bring up uh, really dark places for people. And so, Again, you have the ability to shift and change your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions. That you can do, and that changes your vibration. And they've proven in quantum physics that all thoughts have vibration. The synapses in your brain fires exactly the same way when you think of something or when you see something. It's fascinating. It doesn't know the difference. Okay? So be mindful of what you're choosing. So every day, just choose. I choose to trust today. If you get nothing else out of this call tonight, get that. Every day, wake up and say, you know what? I choose to trust today. I choose to trust it all as well. And when those things pop up, that third dimension type of human things that can come up, then you have choices. You have a lot of tools I gave you tonight. And of course, I always invite you to come play with us at Essence of Being. We're teaching it anywhere in the world. Um, it'll be next, the next time I'm doing it, I just did it in Fort Lauderdale this past weekend. So we're doing it again in Texas in February and we're doing our graduate level work. Those of you who haven't done that passionate manifestation next weekend in Atlanta, uh, we'll be doing that. And if you want more of this, uh, I do shamanasta.com. I'll just give you that. 
and shamanasta.com if you're into that kind of thing. Um, so several of you I know have been on it and it's for guidance, direction, clarity. Um, I channel, this is not channeling, but I do uh, channeling and you get some other perspectives from fifth dimension and beyond if that's your thing or if you're curious or not sure. I invite you to come play. I'm doing that. I do it twice a month live and you get to ask a bunch of questions. So that's happening this Saturday, but I put the link there if you want to go check that out. Okay. That's a whole nother experience. The next month, I do this always the third Wednesday of every month. I've been doing it since 2014, the power hours every month. Um, so you can trust that I'll show up for you. Okay. Um, and again, I've been involved in this kind of work for 44 years, essence of being for 30. And we're doing sex. We're doing sex. Next month is October 19th, third Wednesday of every month, the essence of sex and intimacy. Just in case, you know. And that's two different things, by the way. Sex and intimacy are two different things. They can be together. However, they also, being intimate with someone is scary for people sometimes, especially re-emerging from isolation, okay? So I invite you to go to essenceofbeing.com, look at our schedule of events, check it out and play with us again. Anybody want to share anything else before we go? Or have questions or anything you want to share? Yes, Yvonne. I do. Thank you so much. Um, we've just gone through a cyclone here. Uh, thank God everything was okay. All right. But the nervousness of it all is still like within me and part of me was like, feeling not paralyzed not feared but you know uh shooken up Nurse so dominican republic up. did the dominican republic get hit or was it just puerto rico no dominican republic got yes. hit i saw some houses where the roofs are completely oh, gone glad you're trees okay. are broken yeah everything is okay but you know i wanted to show up and like, I'm going tomorrow. What am I willing to do showing up for myself once again? Thank you. You're welcome. And turn all that over, honey, the universe. All of the, all right. of that, the, the biggest question is why. Thank yeah. You. Hey, Bird, I have a question too. Hi, Kylie. Okay. Hey, I'm driving. Sorry, that's why I have my thing on. Um, so my question I was talking to Dell about today is how do I um value the opinion like the opinion of myself um over the opinions or the projections of others and the reason why i say that is because like i'll give you a mini example like when i was in school um growing up you know i always reference that shit um i you know i thought that i had you know not thought but the things that like were important to me that I valued, you know, like having a strong mindset, like, you know, just kind of like having, being well-rounded and things like that. I thought I, I brought a lot to the table, but these guys that I would date, obviously I wasn't giving them what they wanted and I didn't realize at the time, but you know, they, they would break up with me, you know? And so over time that ended up like be, being very confusing because you're thinking well if I have all these things or I bring all these things then why is it that they're choosing that and obviously that's because what they value that's but right it, the values didn't match honey that's all the values didn't match so it's right. not about you being bad or good and it's not about them being bad or good it's just the values 
did not match. And so what you were doing was choosing differently each time. You're able to look and be aware of everybody around you and how, how are you vibrating? And so to say, I love me no matter what, as you know, with Essence of Being, we talk about orbiting in love and being able to fill ourselves up first, then we're going to attract another whole and complete person to us. And it doesn't really matter what they think at this point, because we're full and complete. And of course, we want to feel heard and we want to feel seen and we want to feel honored and valued. And so just focus on that part that you're honored, you're focused, uh, you're valued, you're loved. And if that's coming from within, then it can't help but spill over to everybody else that you're with. And that's what you attract more and more and more. It's a practice. It's a practice. Well, honey. well how do I, how do I not take that personally? Cause like, you know, those things. Don't take it personally. It ended up like, like developing kind of like developing in the part of my personality of how I view the world. For don't so take long. it personal. I mean, how, you're asking me how not to take it personal. You say that's not mine. That's not mine. So hard, so hard. That's not mine. That's what you say to yourself. And so uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say, you know, you're saying love me. And at the same time, you're saying, however, so you're saying, give it to me, but not really give it to me, but not really. I love me, but not really. So what you're allowing that other person to shine brighter in your mind, you're focusing on the not really You're focusing on what they're saying, not what you're saying. I deserve this. Not really. I deserve this. So you're having, it's, it's a wonderful place to be to um, actually discern what's yours and what's somebody else. So I, I just say, don't take it personal. It's not mine. It's yours. And that thing you wrote down that I told you guys to write down, and maybe you didn't write it down because you're driving, is that you're giving them power over you. Huh? So you're letting go of all the power that they've held over you, that that's not you. That's their value. That's their stuff, not yours. How does one take their power back after many years of conditioning? Take your power back. Okay. Start and I got it. to, yeah, take your power back, sweet. And uh, Passionate Manifestation will do that if you're coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on, on that. I'm going to okay. call uh, Chelsea tomorrow. Okay. All right, sweetheart. So thank you for thank you. sharing that. And I'm going to have to close it out. Robert, you want to say one more thing? It's yeah, hey, Burge, you know, I, you know, I love EOB and I love what you do with the, um, you know, consistency over the years and everything. For, for me, it's the repetition. You know, it's just, you know, repetition, repetition, repetition. I, and I've done EOB a couple of times. You know, I've done Passionate and Mastery and Conscious Leadership Academy. And I mean, it's, but it's the repetition that worked for me because i'm stubborn you know i I, and I like and i like being right you know but, uh, until recently uh, until no. recently yes ma'am so that's what i just want to share but hey thank you for what you're doing thank you so much that was wonderful thank you my pleasure my pleasure my purpose and uh i hope to see all of you at some point and connect with you on a deeper level and all is well everybody i choose to trust today thank you thank you're you. welcome Thank you, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye, Bye. Bye.